ESPN Lafayette. The best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott Prather. Norman Locke is here. Yes, I am. He is in the house. He is I'm wearing Cowboys gear. Yes. Talking trash about men's pants it's draft sizes. Season. It's draft season. It's dress. It's draft season. Combine training. Yes, it's draft season. The combine starts in, jeez, uh, 13 days. Not far away. But the combine really is just a palate cleanser for like the hardcore NFL fans. I mean, for a lot of football fans, for most, the depression kind of set in Monday. It did. It was like it's over. It's over. Super Bowl's done. It's done. It's finished. It was hurt. It's, it's finished. It's a pretty lame Super Bowl too. You just it was just lame because you were wrong about Cooper Cup again. No, it was just wasn't exciting. Yes, it was. No, it was not exciting. It did not live up to expectations to everybody. It was not this high-flying, octane scoring. It wasn't like super sack field until the second half. It, it, just, it, it was boring. The first half went by so fast. The best thing about it was the halftime show. That's what I thought. I give kudos. Okay, at least, at least you got one thing right. The halftime yeah, the show was, was, was really good. I mean, this the over-under was only 48 and a half. What, they scored 46 in the game? I mean, who was saying it was going to be some high-flying, high-octane thing? Although, you know, everybody, all the reports for the week-long, for Super Bowl week, media week, it was just like singing like a canary how it was just going to be this (laughs) offensive explosion. Like, Cooper Cup was going to go for over 100 yards. Odell was going to go for over 100 yards. Jamar Chase was going to go for over 100 yards. It was just, you know... they had both guys, Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford, going over 280 yards pass. And it's just everybody kept talking about how offensive explosion, uh, offensively, this game was going to be just dominated. And it was boring. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I, I guess I don't remember everyone flipping out about the offense. Just, just take the under. I mean, no one takes the under in the Super Bowl. That's boring. You got to take the and over. It was and boring. It, the over. it was boring. It was I like this. this it wasn't the flare didn't come to the third quarter. No, the third. Me. No, the third quarter was boring after the first play. The uh, first half was way more exciting than the second half. No, not to me. Yeah, not you had me. you had like like seven straight punts in this from the in the third and the fourth quarter, just six of which were three and outs. It See, was awful. And I, I I measured the game by when they pissed off Aaron Donald and pre pissing off Aaron Donald. So I don't know if you saw that sideline. When uh, Joe Burrow went to scramble and then he, he like he pushed him off, he pushed him. It was a legal hit uh, in bounds, but his offensive lineman came and kind of got into a scruffle with Aaron Donald. I see right after that point, Aaron Donald just went to like 
Super Saiyan mode. He just couldn't stop. And and they 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 changed their defense in the second half, put five at the line a lot more, and then you didn't have the center able to help as much. And so Donna went from being triple teamed to double teamed. Really you need to triple team. You need to triple team. Which they did a lot in the first half. I was amazed that they was able to get the playoff while triple team. I'm like, okay, so we got three guys in Ardano. How isn't Von Miller and everyone else getting to Joe Burrow? He should have uh yeah, Donald should have been MVP. But I was telling this to a listener uh, earlier this week. It's so stupid. I mean, you know this. You've been in press boxes. Like, not that Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was fine. Like, he 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 was great on that drive. I, I said he'd be great in the game. But you put in your vote for MVP at the two-minute warning. Yeah. How stupid is that? Like, what if it goes to overtime? And it almost did. Almost did. Like, the plays that Donald made late, the tackle of P. Ryan, where he's he manages to grab that a very – large human being by the waist as he's getting thrown around to drag him down and then just bust through the line at the end and i mean it it's so dumb like how can we not fix this because they do that in like bowl games too and other things yeah but my my thing is is even if it it's still stupid to to collect the vote before the two minute warning before the game's over before the game's over but still how you don't vote Aaron Donald as the MVP? Like I, I understand like Cooper Cup. Yeah, he had the you know amazing catch with the no look pass from Matt Stafford, but he was great. Come on, just admit it. He no, had, no, he had a great. No, he he did. But he Aaron Donald was being triple team and still managed to get what two and a half sacks, uh, two sacks, three tackles for loss. But the well, stats don't even do it, it justice. Yeah, so it that. does doesn't do it justice. If you watch the game, you will see okay. They're triple teaming him on every single play, and while but on third downs and, and key moments of the football game, he shows up. That's the that's the essence of an MVP. Shows up, shows up is important. Showing up is important. Something that um, you could say people are saying the Rams fans didn't show up yesterday at the parade. But there aren't there aren't any. They they did show up. Yes, yeah, that was all. Of <laughs> that was them. all of them. Yeah, that's those are the true. Rams fans was, and the friends and the uh, yeah. affiliates of the Rams fans. I mean, I know Matt Stafford was wasted yesterday, but <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting for cigar. him. I was just waiting for him to slip up because he was like talking to the crowd of like ten. This is L.A. for Pete's sake. They had a parade that was three quarters of a mile. Think about that. You and I could go run that during a commercial break. Okay. That was the whole parade in L.A. The quote city of champions. My ass. And he's sitting there, and he's like, you guys have been great all year. You guys have been great all year. I'm like, oh, wait, wait. He might say something. He's kind of drunk, but he he didn't. No, no. And and Aaron Donald, like, this is for you guys. Like, no, no, this is for y'all. y'all no, this is this, for you, Aaron this Donald. Is for you. This, this is, is not for nobody else. This is for you and Odell because nobody else cared. The about only team else. that would have less. Would have been the Chargers, which is a shame because they should be, if they should be in San Diego. There isn't another franchise in the NFL that would have had less than what they had at that parade. Oh, absolutely not, dude. Jacksonville, when they were in the AFC title game, they had a a huge gathering before they went to play the game, oh, and the stadium was like. I feel like Jacksonville oh, had a parade. It's still, I don't know. No, I'm you're not, wrong. I'm it not. would be. I'm telling you right now, it would be slammed. It would be slammed. I'm not just, I don't feel a Duval fan club right now. You remember? Fun. I mean, you can look it up. When they went to the AFC title game in 2017, before they went to the game, they had a going away party at the stadium. And there was way more people at the stadium than there were at a Rams parade. And that was to go to a title game, a championship yeah. game, not even the Super Bowl. Yeah, 
just, I, it's true. I, just, I mean, that, might, that be, might be true, but it I just would feel be, like that, it would, that, it would, that it would be loaded. Kind of it would, be, it would be loaded. Lame. It's the Rams and the Chargers. Got no star power in, in Jacksonville. It's not about star. They have plenty of star power in LA. Yeah, Did that matter? Uh, no, uh, it no. didn't matter a oh, lick. You know why? Because they only love Aaron Donald. Mike Stafford is, a, is a higher gun. Like, they don't love anybody. They don't care about. They don't love the Rams. No, they don't, love the Rams. they don't love the NFL. They only love Aaron Donald. No, they only love the Lakers and the Dodgers, and that's it. Just, they don't care about Aaron they Donald. The right they don't care about the Rams. They, they love Aaron Donald. Well, I, I love. They care about the Lakers, and they care about the Dodgers. They don't care about the NFL. They care about the owner, the crooked the owner, wiggled his way out of the, the, the St. Louis, had the NFL settle out of court, forced them to lose, all to get into L.A., and no one cares. Oh, yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Great. Great. Here's your three-quarter of a mile parade. I mean, hell, you had more people during a pandemic at a boat parade than you did in L.A. I mean, it's Tom Brady. You're trying to compare Tom Brady to Matthew Stafford. Nobody loves that guy. I'm like comparing the quarterbacks. Compared cities and parades and Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, if it was Tom Brady in L.A., it, it would have been different. No. I believe so. No. It, it's Matthew nothing, Stafford. Nothing can say. A Super Bowl was just won. It did not. It did. It, it, it barely registered on the radar. That place sounded like a library. You it's when you measured markets, TV rating markets, LA didn't even come in the top fifteen watching the Super Bowl in their own city, their own team. Nothing. Matt Stafford effect. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's really it's like he's thing, like what, top top five quarterbacks. Not, doesn't ever. matter who the quarterback is; they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, I disagree. I, I respectfully, I just think if we flip flop Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, and Matt Stafford was throwing a Super Bowl party in uh, in Tampa Bay, no, no, nobody's showing up. A lot of people are showing up because the Bucks have a fan base. Mm, agree to disagree. Are you giving the Rams fans credit here? The, the, the no, I'm just the, saying. The, I'm, the, I'm adding. I'm adding to the uh, to the. To the demise. I just feel like if Matthew Stafford was a different person, they had more fans than too. Matthew Stafford's a Super Bowl champ. Do which you think? Is, do you think is, fans follow players? I, I think. I think L.A. doesn't like doesn't really care that much about the football. It's just kind of a I, thing to I do. I agree. I didn't disagree with you. I just feel as though Matthew Stafford didn't, add, didn't help. Tom Brady helped with Tampa Bay uh, fandom and getting people out in the streets, but because it's, they won the Super Bowl. Because they won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. I don't think it'll be. They as, had a giant parade when they won it with Brad Johnson. Giant parade, and this wasn't at a what boat parade either. Again, I, I'm not disagreeing, and that is true. You, you're you're not saying anything isn't false, but I'm just saying my opinion is. That's <laughs> what, what, what you're saying there, buddy. Um, uh, but it would have been a lot bigger. One plus one equals two. You agree? Yes. Okay. There you go. Had to prove a point. I mean, <clears throat> tell me something. Weakest fan base in the NFL? The Texans. Why? Uh, I mean, in Texas right now, I mean, you, you're literally a Cowboys fan or you're nothing. And I just feel as though you got, you know, even L.A. has some type of lineage where it is uh, St. Louis. You can see right now, recently they've... They've been winning, but with the Texans, I mean, nobody really is glaring to say, oh, yeah, I'm a Texan fan. Oh, yeah, Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Texas fans. I think the, those are the Texans. Texans. I think that's probably the least amount of fans in the NFL. Okay. So you think the Rams have more? Uh, LA Rams? Yes. 
and Rams as a general. Yeah. I just I don't I don't Big think Texans, I, I don't think they care. Like the Chargers they had a great they had a, they had a great fan base in San Diego, but I don't think a lot like there are some fans that'll just follow a team wherever. But I feel like those are fans that are fans of a franchise that don't actually like live. Like it's not like a geographical thing. Like I'm, the one the one Rams fan I know has been a Rams fan his whole life, but he's never lived in L.A. or St. Louis. But he's, but he's a, a Rams fan. fan. I've right. never just met a diehard Texan fan. Like, oh yeah, I'm just oh Texans are nothing, bro. It's probably it's a pro- well. <laughs> Tom Martin was a Texans fan, but he's from Houston. Like I, I know, I know a few from Houston, but they've been around for what, twenty years, twenty-one years, twenty-one years. Sucks for them. Nope. <laughs> yeah. What man? They got about as many playoff wins in those twenty years as the Cowboys. Actually, I mean, more. If, Actually, more. Yeah, if that's when you want to start the exception of their of their franchise. If that's what you, if that's what you want to no, start. You're you're all about what have you done for me lately. I mean, you do I'm, that. You do that a lot. You do that often. I'm, I mean, it's been a long time since this team won this. I, I'm Mister. You know, you do what you do in the NFL and what you're known for. We're America's team. That's how we got. That's how we got our nickname. It is what it is. Combine training. You need mm-hmm. some more training wearing that cowboy. Oh no 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 no. You need to worry about your team's training and all the coaches who's going to be doing the training and all the off the field issues. And uh, I'm hearing Michael Thomas is still rehabbing two years after the injury. He's, He's back in New Orleans. Finally. What does that mean? It means he's you know, finally you know, done. He had to go to New York to rehab. He's still rehabbing, though. It was bad. He's still rehabbing. He's uh, in New Orleans, still Ra- rehabbing. Ra- Rappaport said he was finally back in NOLA. It was, it was pretty ominous when the report came out, and they were trying to spin it as it's all good, and it's like, wait, he had to go to New York yeah, yeah, to get what, another surgery? That's why I'm sitting there like, okay, all right. Nobody has seen him practice yet, and he's still rehab. People are still talking about rehab, but Michael Thomas is... It, I don't know if he's going to be ready for the start of the season. He might not be. So he, been good. Yeah, that's why I see. I see why he's staying off Twitter and staying out the the, uh, the limelight. Get get healthy, bro. <laughs> he can't talk trash if he's not healthy. So I, I see it's just showing more and more in the writing. Why is Sean Payton left? I mean, I, I understand him. That's too much stress. He got a new wife. I got to enjoy it. <laughs> see, I love you. Think you're so slick here. What? Like, oh, the Saints are good. Go Cowboys. And, I'm just. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying right now they're dealing with the same things that they dealt with last season that caused Sean Payton to quit. No, he didn't quit. He's he's he stepped away and he'll coach somewhere else. Quit. 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 He's a quitter. He quit on Saints. I wouldn't call him a quitter. Oh, oh. So now it's just about the Saints. It's not about he quit him. on Saints. Yeah. No. Make up your mind, Norm. He's not a quitter. I wouldn't call him a quitter. Okay. He I made an awesome movie. So, I don't so you're saying he quit, but he's not a quitter. He, he has. A, he quit the Saints, but him as a person, I wouldn't call him a quitter, no. I what I mean. Good guy. So you like him? <laughs> yeah, Sean I, yeah. I have no reason to dislike Sean Payton. You like people that quit? I wouldn't say I like quitters. Okay. But he quit. He quit the Saints. So? Does that mean he quit? He quit the Saints. So he quit? Yeah, he quit In the Saints. your mind, he quit? He quit the Saints. Okay. I mean, that's just a fact. But he's not he a didn't reti- Did he retire? But he quit. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, he didn't retire. But so, so Cam Jordan came out, so he kind of took it personal, right? Uh, Cam Jordan was joking, allegedly messing around is with Sean all, at is, media. Is day. it the you truth? Know, you know what? You stems know what word, from here, from all jokes. Here's a, here's a word you need to learn. There's some truth that stems from all jokes. You, I thought about you last week when David Griffin went on with his ridiculous press conference, and he kept saying anecdotally, and I was like, <laughs> "That's what Norm needs to say instead of allegedly. He needs to say anecdotally." No, no. You, do you know what it means? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Essentially, 
I'll look up the actual definition in a minute per Webster. But per me, it's when you hear something from someone else, but you don't have, like, actual knowledge of something. Oh, that's not allegedly. No, no, anecdotally. It means, like, you hear secondhand, but it's not based on facts or data. Oh, okay. That's what it means. Okay. Which is, like, something you do all the time. But, hey, they're saying online this. What about the facts, Norm? No, they, they, no, hey, no, I'm no. on my TL. This is what they say. I, I'm going to say I base my, my opinions a lot of on most of the facts. Most of the facts. I'm going to say 95% of the facts. That's not true. 95% of the facts. That's not now, true. 5% is the humor. That's and not I, true. And the humor brings out All right, wait, let me, let me look up the actual. The All right. Yes, anecdotally, according to or by means of personal accounts rather than facts or research. Yeah, that doesn't apply to me. It applies to you all the time. You and David Griffin would get along great. The only difference is you try to use it and like make it sound like the sky is falling, whereas Griffin's trying to make it sound like it's not that bad. And it's like, how do you, the guy that's running the franchise, not know what's happening with Zion Williamson? Well, you got to have a glass half half full and not half empty when you're dealing with, with the fans. No, he's, he's talking to the media that's why, and that's, he uses that's, a couple of words like anecdotally to try to get around the fact that the guy can't even talk to the franchise player like after saying he was going to give reports and hasn't given any reports. And, that, and that's just similar, like, you know, you trying to sway the listeners saying that Sean Payton didn't quit. He stepped down when essentially he quit. No, he, he stepped down. Quit. He stopped. Did Billy Napier quit UL? He hit the, he hit the transfer portal. <laughs> did, he, did he quit UL? Did he quit UL? No, he got a, he got a new job. Really? He got a new job. John Payton's not going to get a new job? He's not going to go into media? Today, no. Okay, so when he gets one, is he no longer quit? See, you just moved the goalposts and all. I didn't, I didn't call This so guy I'm, quit this team because asked, he left him. This guy didn't quit this team because no, he left him. Billy Napier did not step down. Of course down. he didn't. Billy Neither Napier, of them quit. No, 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 no. See, you, you, you're putting apples and oranges together, Scott. No, no, you can't do that. Using two coaches that left the teams no, they were with. No, no, no. Why don't you, why don't you use Bruce Arians? Well, what about Bruce Arians? Why don't you use Bruce Arians? Okay. Is he a quitter? No. Okay. No, he's not a quitter. All right. Then we settled. He's not a quitter. No, he didn't quit. I don't think Sean Payton's a quitter either. I just he think he quit the Saints. No, I, didn't th- I don't think Arians He quit that quit little anybody. league team, too. He quit his son's team. <laughs> so maybe he is a quitter. You're that. right. You know what? Maybe he is a quitter. There you go. Because he quit on his son. Anic- Anic- anecdotally, Norm. Quit Norm on his son. Uh, Norm struggle. I'll say this. Actually, Norm actually made good on a bet this morning. Brought me my breakfast. Yeah. Chick-fil-A wasn't open at 6.30 either. Yes, it was. It really wasn't. How did you get here? It's before 7. They opened at 6.45. That's not true. They opened at 6.45. Hey, I'm just, He's still lying. I got to put it on the guy. He's what was still the, lying. What was the nice, the nice guy at Chick-fil-A we got to? Mr. One. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Chris is who I called on the phone. Mr. Chris. Well, tell Mr. Chris they got to move sure what I cones. already knew was that they opened at 6.30. Yeah. He disappointed me. I mean, that's like when you're like, I'm going to be on at 8, and you show up at 8.15. I mean, your show actually started at 8. You just weren't there yet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Anecdotally. Have you ever heard? All right. This is a serious question. Do you know who Tone Loke is? No. Come on. Who is that? He was an artist from the 90s, singer, rapped, was in movies. Have you seen Ace Ventura? Yes. Okay. He's Ace's friend, the cop. They have a lot of Ace Ventura. He's the black cop in Ace Ventura. Okay, all right, okay. all right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, they got multiple ones. I'm like, I'm trying to remember hey, no, the no. one that I did Tone see. Tone Loke, Tone Loke, okay. Tone Loke 
Quad City DJs. They did. I think they did. Come and ride the train. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob right. Bass, Clay Cormier, my guy Wayne Toops. I know who Wayne Toops is. You got to. You've been living here long enough. Okay. And he's awesome. All playing at Patty in the Park. Patty in the Park. One Park's month back? from today is St. Patrick's Day. Thursday, March 17th, Patty in the Park. Sponsored by Bud Light Next and Go Auto Insurance. Gates open at 5. Music starts at 5.30. Get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. Patty in the Park. We're talking Clay Cormier, Rob Bass, Wayne Toops, Quad City DJs, and this guy. Tone Loke. $20 now if you get them. You wait till day of, it's going to cost you 25 Kids 12 and under, get in free. We're going to have some swag we're giving away for it, too. You recognize this? I know this is. <laughs> so you do know Tone Love. Yeah, as I say, I, I know he is now. That's why it's funny. Coming in with that electric guitar, that's pretty good stuff. Oh, no, that's a nice little lineup. Nice little friend, family-friendly lineup. I mean, if you listen to some of the words of Wild Thing and Funky Cold Medina, as long as the young ones don't know exactly they ain't putting what he's the two, the two, the two, Yeah, they ain't putting the two to two together, you know. They just bob their head to the beat like, oh, yeah. We got to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show, which when I talked to you a couple days ago, like you were like not feeling it, and now it seems like today you are. They put it together. They put it together right, but I mean, I still wasn't feeling it. It was, it was good to halftime. Could have been better. Remember last week, you were like, I mean, maybe if they put 50 in there, and then they did. Uh, hey, that's why I said it made me happy with that when he threw him in there. You know, he kind of looked fat upside down, but that's my guy. Was it upside down? Is that why he looked yeah, more he looked, like? Yeah, he looked like uh, a That was the only guy. reason? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's getting old, too. He's like, oh, he's a bigger guy? Yeah, he's you know. not, not 25 anymore. So can... All right, we'll, we'll attempt to talk about uh, Pete Carmichael. Her normal just... Poop all over it. <laughs> Although, I kind of have a problem with how all that went down. Got some issues. We'll, we'll discuss that. Uh, LSU hoops last night. Finally wins by a lopsided score. Cajuns in action tonight on the road. We will dig into that. Baseball's about to get started. And CJ McCollum. How that trade's going to impact the team long-term. Anecdotally, of course. When we come back after this, TSP and Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Hey, this is Rich Eisen, and you can hear me every day on ESPN Lafayette from noon to 3 on The Rich Eisen Show. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. Hey, DJ, is it rock, rock, rock. Hit it.
alone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious. Cause I'm the winner. No, not a loser. To be an MC is what I choose. A ladies love me. Girls adore me. I mean, even the ones who never saw me. Like the way that I rhyme at a show. The reason why I'm in, I don't know. So let's go, cause. That is Rob Bass. It takes two. Rob Bass, along with Tone Loke, along with Quad City DJs, along with Clay Cormier, and my man Wayne Toops. What a lineup. Coming to Lafayette in one month, St. Patty's Day, Thursday, March 17th, Patty in the Park, Park International, downtown Lafayette, Patty in the Park, sponsored by Bud Light Next, and Go Auto Insurance. Get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. I'm Scott. That is my man, Norman Locke. We're coming to you from the ESPN Lafayette studio, sponsored by Bet Rivers. Every day at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, Louisiana, you'll find line specials, daily boosted odds, parlays of the day, and more. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app, the best Louisiana sports betting experience. Learn more at betrivers.com. So, Norm, you brought me breakfast this morning. I appreciate it. For folks who don't remember, it went back to a bet about Herb Jones, the Pels rookie who's. Shattered expectations because there really weren't any. And the bet was that they would sell his jersey at the arena, in the team store, and online by the end of January. I won the bet by like, I don't know, four or five days. It was a couple days. You're a guy. You're you're younger than me. You're a young buck. (laughs) What is your jersey etiquette? When it comes to... An NBA, is it different with each sport, right? Like, what's the jersey etiquette? Do you prefer, look, if you want to rock with a player, just keep it simple. Get the T-shirt with the number or get a T-shirt that's something about the player. It doesn't even have to be sort of the the mimic jersey, but in a T-shirt form. Or do you rock with the, with the jerseys, which are, which are popular? I mean, the NBA, the NFL, they sell a lot of them. Even MLB sells a few. Yeah, and I, I feel like if you're, if you're just trying to grab something quick and something cheap, you get with the iron on or the pressed on. But me personally, I don't like the feel of the iron on or the pressed on because I don't know, is that like polyester? I don't know what kind of material it is, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't like you it. You say polyester? Yeah, I think it really is polyester. <laughs> uh, polyester power hour. So, uh, you know, and I, I like the stitch jerseys just because of the feel um the authentic feel of the jersey. I just, I don't know. And but then like, they, would you wear one? Like, do a game? Yeah, I, I mean, because the last, like, screen-on print jersey I bought was when they, they they went with those sleeve jerseys. Oh, yeah, that was weird. They that did was, that for, like, a season. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, it's, it's, it's a jersey shirt. I could rock it with was this. Just, no, it, basically, it was just, like, a tight Under Armour shirt that just, they called the jersey. They called the jersey. Yeah, I, but, but I was okay to rock so with it, you know what I'm saying? I was okay to rock with it. So but, weird. I again, if it wasn't that... I buy no screen printed jerseys. That's why you you tweeted me that. I was like, uh, so you would you would wear it? I'm not buying it to a game or like out in public. Like, yeah, do you wear a t shirt underneath? Do you do you rock I'm out? Not, do you show the? the I'm not the wearing arms? it to again. I wear it, but it's just not. It's not a, a preference. Like I have um a, a screen printed Zion jersey. Again, I think it's polyester. 
But it's just like I'm not about to disgrace myself amongst other fans who have like the, the Zion City jerseys or when the when you know Mardi Gras season is coming up and you got people with the throwback Mardi Gras Hornets jerseys that pop out. I like I'm not, those. Yeah, I'm not about to be I caught in the the screen printed Zion jersey. No, it's like I feel like there's a time and a place and 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 an age demo. It's, if it's free too, if it's free, there's yes. an age demo too. Like. I feel like you can be a young kid or a hipster at the right time of year. A hipster. You know, if you go to like Jazz Fest and there's some hipster wearing some old random jersey and they I don't look, think they got hipsters anymore. What do you mean? You don't think hip, you don't think hipsters exist anymore? Yeah, I don't think that's a thing what are you anymore. Talking about? What what is it what is the equivalent today? What is the comp? Mm. You're just hanging out. You're just not you're just hanging out with people your age. They're they're hipsters I, I, in their forties. Trust me. I call, but I don't think they're called hipsters anymore. Now that now they're just called. Yeah, old. I'm just I'm trying to see. You know what I call them? The weird pants people. Weird pants. Yeah, weird pants. Like right now, this generation is into like they're trying to bring back uh, like bell bottoms, but skinny bell bottoms. That's weird. It's, that's why I call them weird pants. That's, it's that's, like it's, you don't want to bring back anything from a disco era. And it's bell-bottom jeans are in for men and women now, but it's skinny bell-bottoms, so it's kind of weird. Of course, why I call them weird pants. Some of them are leather. That's why I call them weird pants. The weird pants generation. That's, I, I don't... Weird pants. I, I, okay. I'm telling you. So you're cool with wearing a jersey to a game. You don't think Not somebody weird should pants. have to wear an undershirt or just... You can rock a jersey to a game. They're rocking the jerseys. They're rocking it, but they're just putting it with... They're pairing it with the weird pants. Now, is that... What's the etiquette for NFL jerseys? Is it just a game day thing? Oh, yeah. You don't if be I, walking see, around in a jersey nah. like during the week, right? Or if I like see somebody with an NFL jersey on during the week, I got to question what they're about to go do. Because <laughs> it's just, it's nothing that, that has the etiquette to have. Like, if you just got on a, you know, a, even if it's a throwback, you got on a, 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 a Deuce McAllister jersey, a 2 o'clock uh, in line to grab something to eat on a, on a, on a Tuesday. I'm trying to think, well, where, where the hell is he going? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the, what's the, what's the like occasion? Jer- I, all right, this is something we can't agree on. With, like, a football jersey, it has to be... Are you going to practice? If you're, if you're going to an, a, an event, like a, maybe you're going to a radio event and it's, like, wear your favorite jersey, it, it's got to either be a specific event where you're supposed to wear it or it has to be game day. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else, No. No. Scott, if I you see don't, anybody don't, 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 in the grocery store with a jersey on, I'm like, okay, it must be laundry day. Because there's no, it's not, it's like, it's no, like, oh, yeah, he put that jersey on. Oh, yeah, he got, he, he fresh today. He about to go out on a town tonight. No, no, no. When I see someone just in a random jersey just on the street, I'm like, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, where are they going? And then, you know, and it'd be the most random jerseys. That that the ones that get you like what where are you going like where are you like I, I heard a rapper saying he had a, a, a throwback I want to say Clippers Darius Darius Miles jersey <laughs> and he's rapping about it in the song and I'm like <laughs> why do you even have this that's, that's like, I kind of like that no no like what and I, he's one of my Miles. favorite rappers he like he's like yeah throwback Darius Clippers Darius I'm like is it autographed like why are you rapping about you need, all the players you could have named. You named the throwback McDonald's All American like it's this random guy. He was, he was in a uh, he was a movie star. Well, not a movie star. He was in a movie that went to the theater. Yeah, I think. But... I, yeah, I. I don't know. The NBA, NFL, MLB is totally different because it's like each sport. Like, what if you see a guy walking around in a hockey jersey? 
Now, see, I got I, I have a, a small soft spot for hockey jerseys. Just a small one. There's something, a, there's something about it like... A custom UL Raging Cajun hockey jersey, wait. and I love that thing. <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the, Lane the, tried to the, buy it off me multiple times. The famous Raging Cajun hockey team, huh? Never existed. Right. <laughs> but it's a right. UL Raging Cajun hockey jersey, and I love it. I'm not, if, if it's the right size, like, because you think hockey jersey, you think of the guys in the uniform, and they're wearing all those pads, so it looks... That's not what it looks. If, if you have the right size hockey jersey, it could you can pull it off. Be as just, you could pull it off as just like a kind of a cool looking long sleeve shirt. Exactly. You wear a hoodie under it and then you're ready to go. You throw I, it on I, top of the hoodie. I got a, a a Chicago Blackhawks jersey at like a thrift store when I was in high school. Didn't wear it much, and then I, I brought it to college, and I was like, "It's gonna, it's gonna rock." Now, this see, that's out hipster. Today. And I, I was, I mean, this was, this was. Maybe the year two thousand when I was doing. I say the Blackhawks, and I was walking around a Blackhawks jersey with like khakis on. Yeah, yeah, see, <laughs> and, and that's what you. Yeah. And, and there were these random people that would come up to me, and be like, "Hey, this is in New Orleans, right?" They'd be like, "Hey, go Hawks," <laughs> and I just was like, "Yep, go Hawks." Like I didn't know what to, you know. I was just rolling with it. They're like, "I like you repping the Hawks, man." I'm like, "Cool, yeah, rock right on." Because I'm, I'm gonna say the Hawks is a, a hipster starter starter pack. It was. In the hipster starter pack. I wish I, I, I don't think so I, I gotta still put have you. That. I gotta put you in the hipster. I don't think I still have that, but uh, it's pretty. It was nice. Now, now, what about MLB? I mean, or or even college baseball? Because I think, look, not them raging the, the Cajun, Cajun cream like, jerseys. Yes, those are so Ooh, nice. sexy. Them those are sexy. So, that cream with like that, like I don't know what you call that print, but the cream one with the Cajuns. Yeah, on. that thing's sexy. I like the LSU Mardi Gras jerseys. When you, I think it's you and No like, has some Mardi Gras jerseys it's like too. You, it's a button up, so you just wear it with like. It's it's easier to wear with pants. It's hard to wear with shorts. Yeah, yeah. If you if, the amount of outfits I've seen at the Teague, you just wear it with anything. I've seen, I've seen it with the, the, right, well, the short it, shorts. I've seen it with it, long it, shorts. Right, I've seen well, it with ex- excluding game day. Like, okay, game days, game day jersey. I've etiquette. seen some wild outfits. When it comes to jersey etiquette, game day. What you are those pants? Those overalls that I be seeing sometimes on game? They'd be the red and white overalls, and the guy have a baseball jersey on top of it. Oh, that's probably just Craig. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably just Craig. <laughs> that's probably Craig. <laughs> yes, the red and white overalls, uh-huh. and baseball jersey on. Yeah, that's probably Craig. And some fishing boots. Some rubber boots or something. Hey, man. Game day, game day attire is a totally different when it comes to like, you know, what 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 passes and what doesn't. But I don't know. It's it's funny. You would think that basketball and football, because they, I guess, around these this area, they probably sell more jerseys. Might be the ones that are, you know, are worn more. I feel like they probably are. But to me, that's just game day stuff. See, I'm still hockey and for, baseball. I'm like, there's a way to pull that off. Just in your every, you know, if you're just going, I'm going still shopping. looking for a pinstripe Tim Anderson White Sox jersey. Still, I, I sold out everywhere. Every time it goes up on MLB.com, it sells out, and that that's a hot ticket gotta, item right there. Got to go try to buy one from another market. Or, or I think it's like it's a screen printed. I think they got a screen printed version. I don't know, but I was just. Every time it goes up on MLB.com, I try to get one for Valentine's Day. I try to get one, just try to get one on my girl multiple times. Men's me having Nike White Sox home replica team jersey size large. Oh, but that's not Anderson. That's, come on. Exactly. That's just a blank one. Exactly. I need the Tim Anderson. All right. MLBshop.com. Tim Anderson. 
pinstripe White Sox jersey. Ships free. $135. Yeah. Yeah. It'll cost you a pretty penny. It's a pretty nice jersey. It's a nice jersey. Thanks for smoking. It's pretty. It's pretty. ESPN That's the only baseball jersey I wear right now in the MLB. It's the only one I wear. Um, <clears throat> Jay emails the show. You can email us, Scott at ESPNLafayette.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at ESPNLafayette, and you can uh, call us. Phone lines are open, 337-269-1077. Jay says, a hockey jersey is more of a sweater. I have a number of hockey jerseys and occasionally wear basketball jerseys during the summer. I don't like the look of football jerseys, and I like wearing MLB jerseys in the summer. Most of jersey wearing are on vacation and going to festivals. I think that's a good uh, at a festival or like at Mardi Gras or something. No, that's that's more acceptable than like you said at the grocery store. No, it's it's it's, it's literally only people that I see wear jerseys at festivals are young frat guys. Oh, that's not true. Uh, hey, that's not true. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm sticking to a, a demographic. I know I've been to more festivals lately than you have, Scott. This this the Jay who emailed, he emailed us. I've seen him at festival. International before with an old Sean Kemp jersey. It's a great jersey. Scott, Festival International? Yeah. Scott. What? I, I guess that technically counts as a festival, but that wasn't in my thought process of a festival. Well, that's what I'm talking Yeah. Yeah, I'm, think, I'm talking Buku Fest. I'm talking Voodoo Fest. I'm talking Coachella. Oh, well, you're talking, talking like concerts. I'm talking. Th- that's festivals. You, you, I mean, festival International is a concert. Sure. Yeah, so that's what I yeah. say. But I w- but like, why aren't you thinking of Festival International? It's literally right here. It's great. It's the biggest free international music festival in the entire world. It's great for our community. I love Festival International. Why I, are you hating I, on? Why are you I, hating no, on this great I, event? I, I didn't say anything bad about Festival International. I, I love, I love the shrimp. I mean the the uh, the spinach bowls from Festival International. I love Festival International. But I, it's not like I go to bread. Festival International to see fashion and to see. You know people's outfits, and I, so I can't say. So you go to say, Voodoo Fest to see fashion? You're going to see fashion. Yeah, the, but that's the hipsters not why are going to be go. there. No, correct. But that's why I'm saying I don't go to Festival National and be like, oh yeah, they got nothing but throwback frat guys. They got the, all kinds. That's of not stuff. the that's spot. That's great about it. It's a it's, it's a melting. Point. All right, now you're gonna make me be the bad guy. It's it's for old people no, and family. It's family centric. It's not it's not like people not going there to rock. They're going there to be comfortable and then go home by by seven o'clock. That's not true. That's not true. I'm sorry. I'm just giving you my 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 experience. You've been out ministry. downtown during festival for the last twelve years of my life, Scott. And you don't and, and, and you, you don't see people your age. I'm, I'm giving you my take from you know my twelve years comparing uh, Essence Festival to Festival International. I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, comparing French Quarter Fest to Festival International. No, it's not. I'm sorry. The, I'm just, festival International just is to, for everyone, but it also depends on. I'm just what, trying to what tell time you, it is the, during the, the demo, day. As I've far been there the multiple is. years. Multiple times, I'm just telling, trying to tell you, it's not, it's not the, not the place there, where you go see I've been there every year. Oh, I know, but I'm just so you letting you know. You don't have to like, like inform me. I know, I know what happens. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't see many, many jerseys out there. Versus a place where it's like, no, not as far as jerseys go. No, not as many jerseys. I can't. I, other than like maybe Cupid, I probably could name somebody who's performed that. That's been national, right? Because you just, you're not worldly. You're too close minded. Yeah, yeah. There it is. I'm not in the national norm. <laughs> national norm. That's national, what we're going to call them. Local. National norm. No, I mean, you root for the Cowboys, so you're national norm. You don't get, you don't get to, you don't get to. No. Yeah, I'm not in the national you don't get to, norm. You don't get to say I'm local, not when no. you root for the Cowboys. No. Get out of here. Correct. You root for the national brand. I can't believe you're not a Yankees and, and, and. Oh, you know, I hate baseball. Lakers fans. I hate baseball. I'm a Pelicans fan. 
retired Sixers fan. He used to be a Sixers fan. The Sixers. Yeah, big, I was a big AI and Iguodala fan. It's the wildest thing. But people that who really know me, that was around me, I had Iguodala jerseys. Playing 2K, I just wanted to play with Iguodala. When did Drew you, Holiday. When, when did the Lester wear off? Uh when Drew Holiday got traded and Iguodala got traded, I was just like, I'm not. Be- before so Joel you've only Embiid, been a New Orleans fan for like seven years. Yeah, the Pelicans. I really wasn't, like I said, I wasn't really a Hornets fan. I was a Sixer fan. So I can't say I was a, I rock with Chris Paul. But I couldn't say I was just, you know, oh, dad, bring me to the Hornets games. No, no. Okay. So you're you're a new New Orleans basketball fan. Yeah, Pelicans. Been, yeah. I'm a Pelican fan. Can't say I'm a Hornet fan. Pelican fan. So you didn't follow AD's rookie year at all? Mm, did I tell you story? AD passed gas and moved there, and that kind of what? Yeah. All right. No, this is it. Kind of it. Kind of it. Kind of sent him on a trajectory that I didn't like. I went to. Is this uh, a joke? No, that's serious. I went to uh, the movie theater on the West Bank, uh, and it was the last showing. I forgot what movie it was, and it was literally uh, just me and two other guys, and then AD walks in with his entire posse, his rookie year. And it's just like, oh, snap, it's Anthony Davis. You know, he speaks to everybody else in the theater, and he sits in the front. Ten years ago. This is, yeah, it's ten years ago. He sits in the front. You know, again, we all, everybody's young. He's making commotion. Everybody's making laugh. But then they started serial passing gas. And they thought it was the funniest stuff ever. And then, like, again, the 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 fun wore off after the first one. After the first, and, you know, everybody starts laughing. You know, everything else just went south after that because, he was trying to enjoy the movie, and him and his friends was causing so much commotion in the front. Yes, yeah. That, so, my introduction to AD How is kind of have you never shared this story before? It's been deep in the thoughts. This is, I'm telling you, AD has been. I, it happened. I ran to AD in the mall his rookie year. I mean, but like, then, like you used yeah, to love just, AD. I mean, when, you know. Aaron Donald? No. <laughs> <laughs> love AD. It's the only AD we acknowledge. Every, everyone did. I love Antonio Daniels. Um,. <laughs> How have you never shared that story? So he was just there, like nineteen years old, with other guys, and they were just it was in the they movie. were just passing gas and laughing, was, like yes, like constantly, like it, like it was the fourth grade. And I'm telling you, it was it was not funny. It was funny the first time because that first time it was like it was really loud. I, I, again, the whole, it's not that many people in the movie theater. That he sat in the front, that's, we sat into the back. Gross. This is gross. That's why I was again. It was a guy, a, a group of like six guys that he was with. And it just was thought it was just the funniest thing all night long. And I was just like, "Ad, come on!" He bro. didn't say anything. Come on, bro. You should have been like, "Guys, can you?" Well, he's seven feet tall, and he's with a posse. I was just saying, hey, no, "I got control." You control could just like, you control. Excuse you, you know, <laughs> something. Control what you could control. I don't think they're gonna. That's 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 gross. That's gross. I'm, we're gonna, no, we're you, gonna. You know who else I randomly ran into yesterday? Roy Jones Jr. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Was he is he around here? Yeah, no, he's in New Orleans. He's actually shooting a music video for a new song he has with Juvenile. Which <laughs> Jones Junior is fifty three years old. He has a new song coming out with Juvenile. He's about to shoot a video. I wouldn't lie to you, Scott. Seen him yesterday. I said I, I, he said he's going to be back next week to get some more shots during parades. Parades that's going on. I I asked him, can I uh, have an in depth interview with him? He told me yeah, and then see uh, he autographed some stuff for me. I, I, Roy Jones Jr., I was, I was a fan. He's the only guy that started in boxing as a light heavyweight and then became a heavyweight, a heavyweight champion. Yeah, I mean, he was... I hear, I hear some chat he's hating on the young boxers or something. I got to do my research, but I, I mean, think he's, he's been hating know, on the young guys. Boxing? 
Ain't what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. Uh, I give you that one. It's not. Uh, UFC just has everything in the grip pool. It's, it's funner. I hate to say it, but. Um, but yeah, that was really random running into Roy Jones Jr. and Juvenile yesterday. <laughs> that made my day, though. <laughs> ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. When we come back, going to be a hit. Cajun Hoops in action tonight. We'll give you the details on that. Cajun Baseball begins their season tomorrow. I talked to Coach Deggs yesterday. If you miss it, you can listen to the entire interview over at ESPNLafayette.com. And Cajun Softball. Say they're off to a pretty good start. We'll give you a few numbers on that. In the 8 o'clock hour, some Hall of Fame debate and more, plus open phone lines. Don't go anywhere. I'm Scott. That's Norm. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the great Scott show. I'm Scott Prather, Dorman Locke sitting across from me next hour. A little bit on the halftime show as we put a put a bow on the uh, the end of the Super Bowl and NFL. Yeah, football season, man. Uh, they got the uh, HBCU Bowl going on in New Orleans this week right now. Uh, Emory's down covering it. Seen him Monday. He's doing good. well. Indulging in all the, the beignets and cheesecake and... Got my grandma making crawfish pies, and he's indulging all the southern food. This week, he's probably going to gain like 10 pounds and head back to New York. Dude, I live here, and I'll say this. Every summer, for one week, my sister's coming to town with their kids, and, you know, the whole family's together for about a week. And I always put on several pounds. <laughs> that was, because that they one. get here, and it's like every every day, it's like they want it. They I want, want gumbo. They I want, want the this. cuisine, you know. Give me the pole. Give me this. And so... It's just like by the end of the week, and I'm like, yeah, I'm chasing kids around, but I'm not like I don't have as much time to sort of like work out and exercise. <laughs> by the end of the week, I'm like, dang, man, I didn't even leave town, and I just put on like <laughs> eight pounds. <laughs> what happened? Man, he got my grandma in a sweatshop. He got a bacon cakes and pastries be all week. A big sweatshirt when he leaves. Yo, man, what? That's why I'm just like, you might want to get on the field, do some drills. You might want to run a couple of them wind sprints after these crawfish pies. Went to Commander's Palace yesterday. He's been eating like a king all week. I'm not even going. It's been fun. Razor Cage and softball uh, have outscored their opponents fifty-six to two. Um, they are six and zero. They're not playing this week, and they're going to practice and play against one another. They got Alabama, one of the top-ranked teams, next Thursday, a week from today, at Yvette Girard Field. You taking the Cajuns? Always taking the Cajuns. At home. At home. Cajun Always. baseball begins their season against number 14, the UC Irvine Anteaters, at home to start the season. Opening weekend. I love a mascot. Anything's, anything's, I don't know. I mean, what, you got the Cajuns taking the opening series? I got the batters getting on base. <laughs> Come on, man. First pitch. One day and 10 hours and four minutes away. You're not excited? Oh, I'm super excited. I mean, you know, baseball season at the Teague um, is, is, is one of a kind. I, I can say, you know, watching baseball is one thing, but being at the Teague, uh, putting in your headphones, listening to 1420, it's just no other feeling. It is um, it is a special atmosphere out there. And with Major League Baseball, who knows how long this labor dispute will drag out. 
Didn't lock out. You, you may you may not have MLB. Oh, uh, let me start warming up, Scott. College baseball might be front and center by the time you know we get to May and June. Now, start warming I, up. I hope MLB figures it out. I think I could be a decent uh, middle fielder. You mean <laughs> center? <laughs> center fielder I could be decent. Middle I could fielder. be decent, Scott. No one's going to be in the middle. We can put ten on the ten on the defense. Here hey, we go. I'm going to get out here. Hey, I feel like I could be I could be solid. All I got to do so so center field. All I got to do is make sure no nothing get over my head. Right? Will, no, there's a little more to that. But I think um, I think we should we should just film you trying to catch pop ups. I could catch pop ups. Right. When was the last time you put on a baseball glove? Maybe ten years. Okay, but, but maybe that that usually that means about. My 20. problem with baseball wasn't catching the ball; it's hitting the ball. I'm scared to get hit with the baseball. Pro- yes. So that's that's that. That was my only you issue. Know, I could do it. You can still get, you can still maybe get. Yeah, but at least I got a little bit of of. of what could, if it's a line drive? You ducking? Yeah, I'm ducking, Scott. <laughs> just, again, that's why. That's why you put me in the middle. You put me in the center. You, I'm far away where I can. You know, I could track it. I could run it down. I could run. I would make fun of you, but like, I, I, the baseball, there's something about it, man. It's like that thing that could kill you. Yeah, I see. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta. You gotta know what you're doing. I can't do it. When I go uh, out, I've been out there before when they're like doing BP, and I have to do like an interview on the field or something, and I just got out there with my phone, and they're clink, clink, clink balls like. It's not even just BP. Like, guys are in the outfield throwing. There's just balls flying everywhere. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not... just like, dude, one of them is going to mess with me. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to get nailed in the ankle, like something. And so I'm sitting there doing the interview, and I'm looking. And they're all making fun of me. Like, oh, Scott, get over it. I'm like, yo, don't, who's the, don't who's the Who's the best pitcher in the MLB in your opinion right now? Um... I don't know. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say Max Scherzer. Okay. I would rather line up at center... And do four downs against Aaron Donald, then take four pitches from him. <laughs> I will play center. Aaron Donald can knock well, you me got, down. Well, you got pads, and he'll just knock you back. That's why. That's why I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. Aaron Donald. Oh, sack. All right, no, I'm get up. Try. All right, sack. What if? What if it's without? Okay with what if it's without pads? I'm okay with that. I would just. I would go ahead because once I'm on the ground, he's not like Aaron Donald's gonna like step on my head. I would, I would just. Those. I would just strike out. I would take the pitch. I'm not, I'm not gonna get hit by that guy. See, but I'm. See, you go up you, against the You gotta at least pitcher. get to the. You gotta get. Put the bat in your hand and get to the plate. I'm not even getting that far with him. I'm looking at him like, no, he's going to hit me. <laughs> no, like, no. And then that first one come by and they hit that pit, that that kick, boom. Oh, no. This Scott's has on. been your baseball segment no. with Norman Locke. Cajun Hoops, uh, women are playing tonight. Men are in Monroe. 6.30 tip, 6 o'clock pregame. You can hear it right here on ESPN Lafayette as well as News Talk 96.5. KPL. For those of you listening to us on the stream, it is brought to you by Champagne's Market Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. Patty in the Park lineup is going to be awesome. We'll tell you about it next hour. We got some Hall of Fame discussion. Norm is all angry about some of the stuff going on in terms of the discussion of the Football Hall of Fame participation. Trophy. I'll tell you why why it's why it's changed. Why it's he's all angry about some of the stuff going on in terms of the. Discussion of the Football Hall of Fame. Participation trophy. I'll tell you why, why, it's, why it's changed, why it's evolved, and why it's probably not going back. It's all coming your way next, right here on The Great Scott Show. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. ESPN 1420, KPEL Lafayette, ESPN 1033, K277DQ Lafayette. A Town Square media station. 
ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion! With Scott Prather. Steal the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Great Scott Show. Phone lines open, 337-269-1077. You know what I wanted to give you a, a thank you for? What's that? I did hit on the Matt Stafford over on the rushing yard. I told you. I, I, did, I did hit on it. I did hit on it. It was a lot. The last play of the game was the kneel down, and that gave him the over. No, he had, he had the over before. No, he didn't. He finished with three rushes, and the over-under was two and a oh, half. Oh, no, see, uh, I'm sorry. We did rushes. I did rush yards. Okay. I did rush yards. No, no, it was Lana who said take the over on, yeah, on the, the rushes. rushes. I had I had, I had a number of bets I didn't win on, but I had two on the ones we do on our website each week. Lynn puts together a thing, and he gives some bets. I give some bets. Charlie gives some bets. And they were making fun of me because one of my bets was the opening kickoff would be a touchback. Uh, no, you go. You go it, with mathematics with that. One. It was, okay. and the last play of the game was a kneel down, which gave me the over, which was my other bet stat. So the first and last play of the Super Bowl gave me my my wins last week. So I'll take it. The only th- the back the, in it, baby. The two that knocked me out was um, I took Odell over on the yards. Obviously, he went under with the injury with the ACL, and um, Jamar Chase to score. That was the only two. Everything else, I, I I might not even be here. I might be a millionaire if everything else lands how it's supposed to land. But those were the other two. I mean, That's I took Odell goes, anytime man. score, hit on that one. I took um, Cooper Cup anytime score, hit on that one. Uh, I took, like I said, Matthew Stafford over five and a half rushing yards. I think he had eight, so hit on that Dude, one. Our boy Lane did real well because he had like a, a small bet on like a trick play. I saw oh, the halfback so yeah, pass that, gave him. That. I think he hit. A, he, he hit okay. big on that. Good okay. play too. By the okay. way. Okay. Nah. So yeah, that's that's the only thing. But I mean, man, did you see Drake won a million dollars? Drake. Drake. He, he put. He bet uh, Odell Beckham first score and anytime score. He put. Well, that, he put a lot of money. He put a lot of money. I mean, on he that, doesn't. What's a million dollars to Drake? You yeah. Know? Oh no. He had, he had one point five in the in the account in the balance. Right. He probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Sure, it ain't much to him. Uh, we're coming to you live from the ESPN Lafayette studio, sponsored by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app, best Louisiana sports betting experience. Learn more at betrivers.com. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. You can hit us up via email, scott at espnlafayette.com, via Twitter at ESPN Lafayette. And you can um, call us, 337 269 1077. Now, I did see a post uh, across my feed a couple of days ago, and I was. I been waiting a Thursday to talk to you because I know you have a great uh, a great person to add to this conversation. Who's the best sports movie villain? Shooter McGavin. Okay, That's what, Shooter McGavin. Why, why do you think it's Shooter McGavin? Why is it? There's a lot of great ones. I mean, I, I saw this yesterday because the performance itself is just he put it this way. 
a lot of the great sports movie villains have gone on to do other things, and you you you're like you played that, but you also played this. Now, Christopher McDonald, who plays Shooter McGavin, has been in. You go to his IMDb page, literally like two hundred things. He's been acted his whole life, yeah. and yet, anytime that dude does anything, what do people say? Shoot him again. That's true. They don't even call him. They don't even know his name. They're just like, like you, like Dolph Lundgren. You're like, oh, he was Drago. Yeah. He yeah. was also in the Expendables. He was He Man. He was this. He was that. But it's like, it's Dolph Lundgren. When you see him, you're like, he played Drago. When you see Christopher McDonald, you don't say he played Shooter McGavin. You just go, it's Shooter McGavin. Like Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. Like Ben Stiller. So, it's in a hundred things. No, no. See, now, now that's why I'm gonna go with Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. I feel like because his <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Yeah. His out was to just win, but then it became he became the villain the after he figured out like okay I could possibly lose. No, now no, see White Goldman, White Goldman was always out to get him from the start to the end. Look, Johnny Lawrence was bad. Rachel Phelps tried to see Rachel Phelps in Major League was bad. All this stuff. Bud Kilmer was terrible, the coach in Varsity Blues. I mean, he was just using these high school guys. I didn't like that movie. But, too. like, Shooter McGavin, it's not even before he starts to, like, get intimidated by Happy Gilmore. He's already the biggest D-bag. Like, but that doesn't make him a villain. Yes, it does. He's perfect. That doesn't make him a villain. His, the, way, the way he works his body. It does, in my he's mind. The way he works his I'm body. Dude, <laughs> his body language is, is oh, acting God. in the movie. It wasn't... That was a weird line. I admit it. I admit it. it came out the wrong way. If you go watch that movie, just look how he just moves around. Like his attention to detail of being such a sleazy dude is is perfect. It's perfect. I mean, I love how at the beginning when he's when he's talking to the media. Like this came out twenty six years ago yesterday. Happy Gilmore. Okay, you know who who is it? Who's the production company that filmed it? It, it wasn't Happy Madison Productions yet. But it's Happy Madison Productions. Well, it was, it was Billy Madison and his, some of his friends. Yeah. I think yeah. Doug Dugan was the director. Guy. He's a great guy. He is. This is back when he was really great. This was awesome. Great. Happy Gilmore is a classic. Great production company. See, we now in 2022 can sort of make light of the generic media. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm just excited to play, excited to be here, you know. <laughs> Glad to be with my team. And, you know, it feels great. Like, we, we make jokes about that now. Dude, back in the... In the early 90s, that was just like a go-to line, and everyone would eat it up all the time. Somebody was like, man, I love this place. I just love these people. And <laughs> That's the go-to And like, I love five. when they're talking to Shooter McGavin early in the movie, and it's like before one of the, you know, after before one of the tournaments, and they're like, well, I just love being here, man. You know, I tell you, the real winner here is the city of Portland. Every time I come here, man, it's hard for me to leave this place. You guys must put something in the water. Excuse me, guys, I got to play a little golf. And then he walks away, and they have, like, the reporters who at the time have pencils and pads, and they're all smiling like, oh, man, what a what a great guy. No, all the media people in the movies have me, like, the older movies is just hilarious. Like, uh, like you coach, said. Coach, coach, what do you think about the big dynamic <laughs> duo on the other team? Right? The old movies? You just sound like they just, they're on the radio at all times. Like, How do you plan on stopping that force in the middle, coach? <laughs> Bruh, nah, nah, that's that's right on par. So you so you going with White Goodman? I'm going White Goodman just because, like I said, he just was he tried to steal his girl. I mean, Shuma Gavin tried to steal a girl too, but it's just like no, he didn't. No, he was too good for the girl. Yeah, yeah. he didn't even try to steal her. She's like, man, did you see that? Yeah, I, did. I said I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I said I saw it. And he's like looking at his arm. Shooter McGavin didn't have a girl. Shooter McGavin was just in love with himself. 
that that's why it. I can't put him as like the the worst villain because, like I say, White no, you Goldman. Didn't say he, worse. You said best. The sports. best villain. You said yes, best sports best. movie villain. In terms of just bad people, he's not. I mean, he's not like trying to kill people like some of these sports villains. Oh no, oh, no. I'm not suggesting that like he's the worst person, but he's the best sports movie villain, at least for my money. Come on. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with uh, a great. White Goldman. No, hey, let, let's let's ask the audience who's the best sports movie villain. Hit us up. At ESPN Lafayette, email us or uh, give us a call, 337-269-1077. If you missed it earlier. That's right. That is Rob Bass. It takes two. Rob Bass, along with Quad City DJs, Tone Loke, Clay Cormier, and my guy Wayne Toops. That is your live... Excuse me, lineup for Patty in the Park 2022 has been several years since we've had it. It's coming back. Park International, a month from the day, St. Patty's Day. Thursday, March 17th, gates open at 5, music starts at 5.30. Get your tickets now. They are on sale at eventbrite.com. Get them now because they're $20 now. You wait till day of, it's going to cost you $25. Kids 12 and under, get in free. Patty in the Park, sponsored by Bud Light Next and Go Auto Insurance. Can't wait. That is going to be a great lineup. Now, Matt Stafford. A lot of people are saying he's going to the Hall of Fame now because he wants to. <laughs> these people. Who are these people? A lot of sports writers. That's what you, you, you've been telling me writers, about these people. A lot of sports writers that have votes for the Hall of Fame are saying they would put him in the Hall of Fame. <sighs> Any and everybody, bro. Any and everybody. Is he going to the Hall of Fame? If I get if I get one Super Bowl, that's what it seems like. That's all the criteria is. Get you one in the Super Bowl, and now next thing you know, you just you're supposed to be belong in the Hall of Fame. I don't agree. What did Richard Sherman tweet the other week about the Hall of Fame? He's just letting anybody in. The standards are getting lower and lower. Uh, I mean, it's a pass happy league, and if you got enough yards, you get in the Hall of Fame. But that, I'm with them. That doesn't compute to greatness. I think to be in the Hall of Fame, you could compare it to to your peers in the same era that you were in, and it's like, okay, if Matt Stafford only has been the one Super Bowl in 14 years, I don't care how good your team was. There's been quarterbacks that have been on bad teams and make Pro Bowls. So it's like, how good were you? Individually, if you had Megatron for eight years and only made to one Pro Bowl throwing to a Hall of Fame wide receiver, I can't put you in the Hall of Fame. He, um, I, I think I, I like Richard Sherman's point about how not everyone belongs in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame has evolved to a point, and NFL offenses have evolved, where if you play long enough and you put up enough yards, people are going to claim you belong there. The reality is Eli Manning is essentially Joe Flacco with one more Super Bowl who also has the media on his side. Manning is the last name and one extra Super Bowl. He's a 500 quarterback. 500 no, quarterback no and leads no the NFL Flacco in should be in. Like if Manning play, someone made this point, if Manning played in Arizona his whole career and didn't have that last name and had one Super Bowl, no one's, no one's even talking about it. No. But – Here's the thing. He's going to the Hall of Fame. So is Matt Stafford. So is Matt Ryan, which is, I I hate even saying that. So is probably Phillip Rivers. Would I vote for any of them to go to the Hall of Fame? I would not if I had a vote. I would not. Because 
they are not as good as the they they are not Hall of Fame, especially when you compare them to some of their peers during the era that they played. Let me see who who's because I, I mean, let me see who's not in for the quarterbacks that's not in the Hall of Fame. I think because you know people are saying that he belongs in. Okay, if we if I if I wake up one day and I'm sixty eight years old and he's like, oh yeah, no, I'm this year. Matthew Stafford's getting the Hall of Fame. I'm like, oh. Congratulations, well, that, well, you get, Look, when you finish playing, you have 20. You, so when you finish playing, five years go by, then you're eligible. Then you have 20 years to be a modern era uh, inductee. Okay. Right? Sam Mills, late great Sam Mills, way Just, too long, by the way. He got in on his 20th and final year, and I'm glad he got in because he deserved it. Then I don't know how long it is before you could maybe go in as one of the um, senior inductees, which... If we're being honest, Norm, guys like you and I, most people don't know a lot of times yeah, who some of these senior inductees are um, because they were well before our time. So you have you have basically 25 years between when you finish playing and when you could go in as a modern era finalist. Now, you're not going to get in the first five years. So Stafford plays for three more years. He's going to have enough numbers that will have him sixth all-time in passing yards. He'll have a Super Bowl, and people will say, well, that's enough. But, like... How many people are going to pass him in the next era? The way the offenses are going, right? The way the That's NFL is going. I don't think going. he should get in. Uh, you know, I'm looking at some of these. How do you feel about Ken Stabler? Um, I mean, he was kind of before my time, but he was a winner. I mean, I think he's a guy you have to appreciate more when you watch him than maybe what the stats would say. And he, he won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. He was on the NFL All-Decades team for the 70s. And he was an MVP. And he led the league in passing twice. All more, all better accolades than Matthew Stafford amongst his peers. Mm-hmm. More, more Pro Bowls. Matthew Stafford didn't make the All Decade team. Uh, he never was MVP. Never got close to sniffing the MVP. Now Stabler, I believe, is in the Hall of Fame. Is he not? As of this list, I'm, I'm looking pretty sure. At, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, he's this in the yeah. Now nah, this list is old. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But you know, if he this is as of uh, 2011, I'm looking at. But it's like okay, if he had to wait all this time with better accolades. To get in, Matthew Stafford, he better be on that list for a long time of, of, of to to get in because I, I'm just it, they didn't oppress me all these years in Detroit racking up all these yards in these losing contests. It doesn't impress he's, me. Look, he's good, but the Hall of Fame should be better than good, right? That, I agree. The Hall, it shouldn't even be the Hall of Great. It's the Hall of Fame, and and the NFL's Pro Football Hall of Fame has especially when it comes to that position, Norm, because the, the NFL has moved so much to offense, fantasy football, stats-driven, and quarterbacks, so much gets weighted on, well, do you have a ring or not? And, um, you know, did, did you put up a bunch of yards? And then they, that, that's, that's what they're usually voting. And, and the whole absurdity of, well, were you, were, were you a good guy? Did the media like you and all that other stuff? You know what I mean? Phil Sims should get in before... Matt Stafford gets in. Yeah. And I hate Phil Sims. I don't like Phil either, but I've all, I do, I have always felt like he had a little bit of a better case than people gave gave him credit for. Yeah. Um He won he, I mean he at least he won a Super Bowl MVP. He was in a different era. I mean Super Bowl MVPs, that's that shouldn't that shouldn't even that should just be like a little it's just more bonus. I, I'm it shouldn't, just it shouldn't at, matter when it comes to the Hall of Fame. No, it shouldn't, but I'm just looking at the amount of accolades. That other quarterbacks have been able to compile, whether they were on bad teams, good teams, Super Bowl teams. And I'm just looking at Matthew Stafford like, okay, 
You've been throwing for a bunch of yards. Well, he was on some bad teams. His, his overall record would be better if he was on a better team. And, and see, that's another thing. I'm looking at your overall record like, you. okay, I, I'm, again, I don't know for sure. But to have a losing record going into Hall of Fame? I think if he plays a few more years, that might change. I don't know, Scott. I mean, Eli is 500. He's going to get in. Yeah, but Eli, he like he you say, you, no, no, no. Get but in. you say Eli is 500 with, with two rings. And amongst his peers, he beat the greatest quarterback ever twice. So Ring, he's two and zero. Rings are are too overvalued for that position. He's two and zero against the greatest you just quarterback. Said ever. Whether you're a good team or a bad team, I think for quarterbacks, the losing team thing makes a big difference too. You can be an elite DB. Aeneas Williams is in the Hall of Fame, That's one of guy. the best DBs ever. He was on a bad team for a large portion of his career. That's not going to be counted as much against him as it would a quarterback. So, like, there are some things weighted that help quarterbacks, but there are also some things that, you know, so are going to hurt you. I mean, you're, you're saying, you said a minute ago, whether you're on a good team or bad team, I want to see where you, you know, a Hall of Fame talent. And I was saying, well, Stafford was on a bad team. Well, but I think I, for quarterbacks, I'm, it does factor. It, I think people bring into the discussion a lot more than when it's, say, a defensive player or a position that's not as, as stat-driven. Like Joe Thomas, he's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, okay, here's he a was on question. a terrible team. Who's the career? best quarterback on the worst team that's in the Hall of Fame? Because Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, so but no, his, team, his teams were good, though. I All don't right. know. I have no idea. I would have to, it's probably somebody from, like, years ago. Years ago? ago? Okay. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But, it, but I think to your point, or to my point, when it comes to quarterbacks, that is part of the discussion, and it should be. You know, it should be a reason why maybe you don't you don't put a Stafford or a Manning in, but they're going to do it because it's what's, what's become. It's what the Hall of Fame's become, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, anyway. It's not it's not what it used to be. That's the reality. I'm looking at these teams, and like you said, uh, I'm going to go to the phone lines here in just a second because I, I just these these and Ken Stabler is is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm just looking he went at in these, like six years ago. Yeah, I'm looking at these names. It's like you got Steve Young, Kurt Warner, Johnny Unitas, you know, Roger Starback, Bart Starr, Ken Stabler, Joe Namath, Warren Moon, Joe Montana, Dan Marino, Payne Manny, Jim Kelly, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> no. It's just funky. Like, it's just funky. Brett Favre, John Elway, Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman, Matthew Stafford, Otto Graham. This, this era, they're going to have way too many quarterbacks from this era that are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Way. Uh, way too many. Way too many. And the game's evolved. And they're putting too much emphasis on overall stats, not enough on winning, not enough on in the big moments, and way too much on rings, in my opinion. I'd rather just go by rings because at least we at least no, no. Uh, at least you, then a guy like Aeneas Williams would never be in the hall. No, no, I'm sorry, we talking as purely quarterbacks. Okay, but, but at least we can at least say, okay, you gotta win the big one at the the most important position on the field I, at I quarterback. Think, I think rings are too overvalued when it comes to this discussion. Maybe takes a whole team. ESPN Lafayette. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning, welcome in. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Let's try this again. Good morning, welcome into the show. Hello. Norm. Yes. You still hammering my ball, huh? You talking about? Who talking about? Still hammering him. You don't. You don't give up. You just don't give up. Explain to me what is that guy? What that mean, Norm? Who, Matthew Stafford? Explain to me what that guy means. With that guy, he's not that guy. Explain to me what that means. Okay, he's okay. Not that guy. All right. Let me get. Let me back it up for you. All right. You won a championship. So what kind of guy you got to be? 
someone to have a Hall of Famer to be a Hall of Famer? Let me go. Hold on, me. I'm a, I got you. I got you. I ain't talking about a Hall of Famer. No, no, that's, that's, that's that guy. That's literally what, that's, we're, yeah, that's that's literally what we're talking that's about. That's that guy. Right now. A Hall of Famer is that guy. Yeah, he's he's a good borderline oh, really? great player. Like, Hall of Famer. Like I don't think so. Which what's changed? Now it changed. He's not that guy. Oh, yeah. so, so because they oh, won the Super guy? Bowl, suddenly okay. he's a Hall of Famer. See, that's. See, because I'm looking at uh, you know, Payne Manny's accolades. Payne Manny led the league. Ronnie, Ronnie. Okay, so to, to be fair, that's the, but we in, currently the conversation we are having is about the Hall of Fame. That's what we're currently talking about. So if you yeah, want to rail Norm on something him, else, that's that's a, him what that guy means. Right? I just told him. I, I don't know why Ronnie guy. does this. He, he he sticks on one question and then don't. So don't so I'll try I'll try to clear it up. So Norm, when you say no, he's not that guy, you were talking comments. about he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not of the pedigree of his. I don't care if he's a Hall of Famer. But Norm is telling you that that's what he means when he says that guy. He is claiming that he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not amongst his peers. He's not Tom. He's not cut up. He's not cut of the same cloth of Tom Brady. Paint man. Right, wait, wait, no, let's, let's let Ronnie talk. So why is it a trash statement? That's a trash statement, dude. Why? That's a trash statement. He's not that guy. What you mean, not that guy? What that guy mean? Earlier, early when we talked about him early in the season, you're talking about he would never win a playoff game, or that's why he's not the guy. He didn't win a playoff game, or he had one in the big game. Like he won four of them. He's still not that guy. So what do you got to do? Exactly. Get to the Hall of Fame, I guess. Uh-huh. I guess so, huh? To be the considered a guy, a guy. Is Dak Prescott the guy? Dak a guy? Dak Prescott. See, you see, now we now we no, getting to thinking of things. He's a good oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm uh, if, you, if you because he's a good quarterback. So Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has right now. Dak Prescott has more Pro Bowls than Matthew Stafford. So and essentially, come on. He's so that. He's Dak is that guy, right? All right. Now, 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 Norm. Now you are off base. If if that guy is Hall no, of Fame, no, no, no. He brought up. Prescott he brought up. He brought up. He brought up Dak Prescott. Right now on air no more. He brought up. He brought up Dak Prescott in reference to Matthew Stafford and his accolades. Dak Prescott right now is has a better trajectory to have a better career than Matthew Stafford. I don't know how you can say he's not help. You can say Dak Prescott is that guy. When you just said to you, that guy is Hall of Fame. You actually think Dak Prescott is, 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 go, is on a, a sentence. He to just Hall brought of Fame? it back to non-Hall of Fame talk. No, see, y'all, y'all are... He y'all just are. brought it back to... What, what were we talking about, Scott? The Hall of Fame. All right, you see what it is? Rodney's upset that he can't talk basketball. He can't... He hasn't talked Lakers since basketball season started. So now he has the Harper on anything Cowboys and bring everything back to the Cowboys. But I understand that you can't talk basketball. I understand that you don't want to talk about the Lakers right now. I understand that basketball is not even in your realm, and we're in basketball season, and you haven't been able to talk Saints in weeks. So you got to talk Cowboys. I understand. And now you're caping for Matthew Stafford. That's what it is. You're caping for Matthew Stafford on Airways because you can't cape for, for Taysom Hill. You can't cape for Jameis Winston. You can't cape for the Saints. So I'll, what we, what, let's get back to the Hall of Fame, the non-Hall of Fame talk of Matthew Stafford. He was 86-95-1 with the Lions in 12 years. That's horrible. Now, Calvin Johnson got in first ballot. It wasn't held against him that he was on the Lions. Because Barry his stats Sanders, were ridiculous. Barry Sanders got in first ballot. Matthew Stafford is going to – you talk about stats. Just playing devil's advocate here, Norm. Yeah. Matthew Stafford, by the time he hangs Matthew up, is probably going to be stats top five Compared to his – Peers, if we, if we top, uh, again, when, when no, he, no, no, wait, let me finish. Top let five, me finish. all time. No, no, compared to his peers, w- 
And Calvin Johnson got in because of his eight years, his yards, catch, touchdowns, mm-hmm. and that span mm-hmm. was however many greater than whatever his peers. Barry Sanders, in his tender in for his 10 years, his stats were greater than his peers in that 10-year span. It's also and just an eye test, too. The eye test. Now, that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different subject. So Stafford's stats, not the not the accolades, the stats are going to be comparable to his peers. Okay. Now, he's not going to have the all-decade. He's not going to have the all-pro. It's, he's it's not going to have that stuff. It's not, because Matthew Stafford's peers in these last 13 years run into Tom Brady, Run into Paid Manny, run into Eli Manny, run into Philip Rivers, they're run into all these higher, players. They're going to be higher than Eli. They're going to be higher than Philip. They're not going to be higher than Peyton Breeze. No, or they, Brady, they've been retired be for, for X amount of years. You just said in their era, if you're comparing the same amount of time, they also started no, before him. Uh, well, Scott, pull up the information right now. If you're going to if you're going to debate me like that, pull up the information right now, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be. I didn't he can say play he was five more. Hold on, let me finish. No, you say comparable. If you tell me right now, in the first ten years of Payman's career. Compared to Matthew Stafford's 10 years, wins, losses, Super Bowls, accolades. No, uh, all that goes into the Hall of Fame. I'm just not about, I'm yards. Ta- I'm, I'm just not stats. And, uh, you I'm said not, stats. I, I said the career is comparable, not just stats. You could get, you get compared to your peers. They don't just look at yards and compare yards. They didn't just go, Calvin Johnson had more receiving yards and his eight-year tender than That's whoever receivers. Accolades. It goes, ac- everything. Accolades. Who, who just said that it's just based on just you yards? Said, you used the word stats a minute ago. Stats you and accolades. I said, I, you, you, used you, you harpered on back. it. You used it when you circled No, back. you harpered no, on you it. I said, your accolades, back. your stats, everything that goes into going to Hall of Fame, you, go you can listen. compare to your peers. They're not going to look at it and just be like, oh, yeah. He had 2,000 yards and uh, one season, 1,000 yards. No, he was MVP. He was the uh, a triple crown winner. He had the most receptions. He had this. He had that. Then there's the eye test. He was getting freaking triple team. Okay, Barry Sanders, he'll run for 20 yards in the backfield and then get a gain of five yards. You had to see that to know and how great he was. they're going to also say, and they did that with the Lions. That's going to be part of the discussion. It is part of the And the accolades of doing it with a bad franchise sure. is going to supersede someone doing it with a good one. But guess what? Matthew Stafford ain't this squad dilly nothing but lose and throw a bunch of yards. So, I mean, what we what, what we compare it to? That's, when you look a, at his, a, what is Matt Stafford's best year? Find me Matt Stafford's best statistical probably, year. Probably 2014. Probably this year. No, I, I'd say no. I would say probably 20, statistically, probably 2014. And, and 2014 against other Hall of Fame quarterbacks or non-Hall of Fame part of quarterbacks, if you say 2014. I'm just guessing. Let's look at I'm who guessing. won MVP in 2014. I'm guessing. I'm guessing 2014. Yeah, I, I'm just, let's take Matthew Stafford's best career, uh, statistical career and put it against his peers' best statistical career. Since we're talking stats, not even the accolades that happened that year. And it's, it's not going to even compare. Has he cracked 5,000 yards before? Yes. And th- what, did, what, did, what did he do that year? I don't remember. I don't remember what year <laughs> it was. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, like, what are we talking about? Like, if you go, sorry, well, it's that guy. It's not that guy. Obviously. He's getting into the Hall of Fame, though. Oh, hey, 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 like you said. He threw for over 5,000 in 2011. They did go to the playoffs that year. And what, and what, what was the his entire stat line? 5,000 yards. How many touchdowns? How many interceptions? Don't have this in front of me. No, give me a second. I got you. Take your time, Scott. Take your 5, time. 5,038 yards, 41 touchdowns, which led the league, 16 okay. interceptions. Okay. And that was pretty his good. best statistical year. That's pretty good. Best statistical year. 
the immediate yeah, depends. Player. I mean, he's, his completion percentage has been better in other years. Um, he has a pretty good. And that, you say that was 2011? 2011, yeah. I, I want to say Aaron Rodgers won MVP that year. 2011, probably. Yes, he won it over. He narrowly, he beat. narrowly beat Breeze. Yeah. Oh, so he had two other quarterbacks. So Aaron Rodgers, a four-time MVP, uh, one-time Super Bowl champion. Um, Drew Breeze, one no MVPs, one-time Super Bowl champion. What, like what? Like what? Multiple time, you know, snub, Pro Bowls, yeah, runner up several times. So it's don't compare. Here, here, I don't here, compare. It's, like Matt Stafford's on the Lewis end. Like the the the, the stats. Trent Dilfer needs to get in the, compare, in, the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame too. That's not that's not a comp. The stats compare. The accolades don't. That's really what it is. Amen. The stats compare. The accolades don't. The win loss records don't. That's I for the not record. That guy. For the record, I would not. Vote for him yes, because I think you have to have not higher standards. I think he's a great player. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. He's not that guy. It's not Hall of Great. He's not that. Well, neither is Dak Prescott. He's not that guy. Standards. I mean, Dak Prescott is nowhere near Dak, retiring. Dak or, Prescott is nowhere near being the fastest player the, to reach 2,000 career no, passing yards, 30, 40, 45, no, all that nowhere. stuff. Yeah. Matthew Stafford has the records for most fourth quarter comebacks in the season. <laughs> He's got he has stuff. the record. Hold on, Scott. Let's break it down. He got the record. He got the record for most fourth quarter comebacks, right? Mm hmm. And 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 he has a losing in a season in a season. <laughs> and he has a losing he has a losing yeah, win loss record. Part of playing with the Lions, bro. Bruh, yeah, bro. Playing with the hey, Lions. Turn 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 up the participation trophies. You got the most four quarter comebacks. That's in your accolades, and you don't have more wins than losses. You're not even five hundred. Turn me up. And you have a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Turn me up. Turn me up. Put me in the Hall of Fame. You know why? Because I put me next to Trent Dilfer. Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, Matthew Stafford. Don't say that. That's ridiculous. Man, what? So you were, you were, you were doing fine until oh, no. you say stuff like oh, that. Oh, no. No, Scott. Until you say Scott, stuff like that. Scott, Scott, listen. If you ain't got to have, you just got to have the most fourth quarter comebacks. You just compared him to Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson. Bro, they got people trying to compare him to Johnny Unitas and all these other co- Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You put him in a Hall, you got to be comparable to him. Not Terry Bradshaw, not, not Matthew every, Stafford. Not everybody in the Hall of Fame is comparable, Norm. You know that. Bob Greasy, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I did. Jim Kelly. No. Matthew Stafford. No. Joe Montana. Matthew Stafford. It's just dumb what you're doing. I'm, I'm just, I'm, hey, man. He's, hey, Will Chamberlain. Yao Ming. Come on. You see how dumb that sounds? That, that's how they sounded trying to put Matthew how, Stafford. Hey, they're both Give in Richard the Hall Sherman of Fame. on the line. You're just taking Give people, Richard Sherman you're on the line. You're taking people in the Hall of Fame. You could compare, Give Richard Sherman in the line. You people in the Hall of Fame, and they're not equal. Come Give on. Richard Sherman. I know Joe Montana and Peyton Manning cut from the same cloth. I know Tom Brady, when he gets in, he cut from the same cloth to these Hall of Famers. But you know who not? Matthew Stafford. So I'm, I'm not even wasting more energy. God bless him. Neither is Eli Manning. Eli got two rings against Tom Brady, and Eli made it to a couple Pro Bowls. Eli Manning does not belong in the Hall of Fame. He belongs there more than Matthew Stafford. Neither I can say that. Neither of them belong there. He belongs there more do, than Matthew Stafford. I so can say if that. Stafford finishes with more wins by the time he finishes playing and better stats and more same amount of Pro Bowls as he getting in? 
No. Is he more deserving he, after that? No. So no matter what he does moving forward, your mind's he can do nothing to change your he mind. Busts a, he, he busts a dynasty. He get he get three rings in four years. So now you just sounded dumb. You're no, saying you that asked I, me. You, you literally saying, asked me. You asked me a question. Stafford you can't asked do me. Anything? No, no, no. I sound dumb, but Scott Prater must be dumber because you asked more me dumb. what can he do to better his chances for me, and I said. Win two more Super Bowls, do it, get a dynasty. I thought you That's said. That's my answer. I thought you said busted. Di- I thought you were insinuating Eli Manning busted the. Oh Patriots no, no, it was just twice. a stupid answer. It was a dumb answer. Do a dynasty. That's, that was my. That was, I misunderstood what you were saying. Okay, I right. thought you were going back to Eli Manning. I clarified it for you. Well, now I. Now there you go. Now it's not dynasty. As dumb. Now you're saying there is something you could do. I just told you what it was. Which I'm is, sorry, you start a dynasty. Some 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 dumb ears on you, Scott. Dumb years. I mean, because you heard wrong. I, I mean, it's, I can't. It's been accolades and tenure. Sometimes I don't understand what you're saying. Well, Matthew Stafford isn't a Hall of Famer. You heard that? I, I have agreed with you about Okay, I'll just time. making sure you heard it. I don't know why you're yelling. I got callers. I mean, you need, I'm not yelling. You come, all right, let's head to the know. phone lines. See what the listeners have to say. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's Good. up? Hey, I got, I got a question. It's kind of hard to take the opinion of a gentleman who who thought the Super Bowl was going to be decided by the percentage of passes thrown to Cooper Cup, and then he was wrong. It's kind of hard to take your your opinion on other things seriously. Okay, Norm, your response. Don't want you call and talk to me. <laughs> like what you, what you call? You, you call, you listen, yeah, so you engage. You call, you, you, you call. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you gotta listen because you, you spoke and you you gave some awkward silence. So now let me talk. So you call, you listening, but you say you you can't listen to my takes, but you're listening. So I, I'm trying to see: is it insanity you're dealing with, or you enjoying yourself? I'm just enjoying myself. All right, then. All right, then. I'm so, glad I made you hey, laugh. I gotta. I need you to do something. I, I'm driving, so I can't. What is Eli Manning's? Win loss percentage. Five hundred. Regular season, it's five hundred. It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, I didn't think it was. I thought it was. I thought it was actually a little below. But it's it's not much above five hundred, is it? I don't believe. I it's don't not. Believe no, it's not above five hundred. It is literally five hundred. Yeah, it's literally five hundred. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. He retired at a good time then. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I don't no. I mean, he didn't. I mean, I guess he, he didn't have much left in the tank. <laughs> And I don't believe Matt Stafford is one right now. If he if he gets another Super Bowl or two, they'll have to relook at it, you know. But but I don't think Matt either one. So we got the right same now. criteria. Oh, he takes he takes his opinion they, serious. He they take need yours. to be somewhat productive. Yes, they, they can't have one or two great. So you came that, on here slandering me first, but you literally <laughs> agree with me. You are truly a fan. I appreciate you I'm this picking, morning. Okay, I, know. I gotta have fun. Okay, <laughs> I gotta have fun. Right. So I'm a I'm a Packer fan, so I gotta enjoy something right now, you know, because I don't get to the Super Bowl as many times as I should. So I gotta enjoy something, right? Oh, I thought, as a Cowboy fan, I understand. I understand. Thanks, right. thanks, guys. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, he started off. I'm glad hey, he brought it. He's right though. He I mean, you were talking about all this palaver hey, last week, hey, man. Auto Graham. You were wrong about that. Auto Graham, Matthew Stafford, though. Auto Graham. You even know? You even know who did Auto Graham play for? The Razors. Nope. <laughs> nope. Eli Manning is 118 and 118 all time, by the way. ESPN Lafayette, good, good morning. Welcome into the show. Hey, What's y'all, up? Still, y'all still uh, debating Hall of Fame quarterbacks? 
I don't even know that we're debating. I was just yeah. I don't think it's even, I was just pointing out some inaccuracies in Norm's criteria, but I actually agree with Norm overall about Matt Stafford. That means I'm right, basically. He was well, long-winded uh, about it. The the bar has been set so low for the Hall of Fame in Thank the you. NFL. Thank you. At every position, but especially at quarterback. Yeah, Matt Stafford's probably going to get into the Hall of Fame, which I don't. You know, see any. Yeah, what is happening this morning? Me, you, and Kyle are all agreeing on something. This is weird. This is weird. It's it's the Hall of Pretty Good. It's not the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay? it used to be. We it used have... to be. It's not anymore. What? It used, it used to, to be, be the what? Hall of Fame. Now it's just the Hall of Pretty Good. It, no, no, no. The Hall, no, the hall of Yards. True. The Hall of Yards. Scott, the Hall of Stats. Scott. Street Yards. Scott, no, it's stats. not even the Hall of Stats. Yeah, it's just because Yards. If you look, if you look at Joe Name, guys like Joe Namath. Bob Greasy, Gail Sayers, these people basically got on. Got, they got in on media reputation. That's what they got in on. Gail Sayers scored all of his touch, uh, scored fifteen percent of his touchdowns that he scored in his whole career in one football game. Fifteen percent of all the touchdowns he ever scored, he scored in one game, and the man is in the Hall of Fame. And he yeah, could he have been a great? Oh, he, he got he, been, he, he, he didn't he didn't he didn't deserve to. Because he didn't play long enough. It was like, was he was he a exactly. Hall of Fame talent when he played? Sure, but he he didn't play long enough. But he still got in just by, based by. off of being a Hall of Fame. To me, if to be a Hall of Famer, you got to be one of the best. Amongst your peers, amongst your, I mean, for like that's just for like me. a decade, right? Yeah, that's a, I don't say like for that a decade. By Gail Sayers standards. Alvin Kamara is a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. Okay, he is a shoe-in for the for the, the, the for the Hall of Fame. By Joe Namath's standards, well, half the quarterbacks yeah, in the league. Are any quarterback in. That Every modern era quarterback that starts for you know five or more years is getting in. Yeah, is a Hall of Famer. Joe so, Fla- Joe Joe it, Flacco is vastly superior to Joe Namath. Ain't nobody putting Flacco well, in, but I bet you if his last name was Manning and he played in New York his whole career, he'd probably get in. Man, Flacco. Well, absolutely, but that's what I'm saying. That's going to be another it's example flawed. of a guy who's going to go into the Hall of Fame. Well, Flacco ain't going in. And I'm, and I'm like, what's he going into the on. Hall of Fame based on? But they don't care. They're going to vote you in in the NFL. This isn't Flacco's baseball. Case. If it was baseball... The people. Who no, no. They, the they, they, baseball is extremely flawed too, for different reasons. But well, least, exactly, there it's like two ends of the scale. That's correct. One of them. That's correct. I mean, you, you look, you look at the one. You, you you didn't have to do anything. Just just you know, make a prediction. Some some crazy prediction back in the day. You got in. Football, baseball. The people who saved the sport aren't even getting in because of the hypocrisy of that, the, the way they vote. It, it's just two opposite ends of the scale, and that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a good one, guys. Thank Later. you, Kyle. Oh, yeah. See, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Matthew Stafford stats right now. I'm looking at Joe Flacco's stats right now. He got a case. Matt Stafford's going to play a few more years, though, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, Flacco got a case. I, 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 said, case. What, I said what I said earlier, and, I, and I, I can't even take credit for it because I saw somebody put it on Twitter. I remember who. If Joe, if Manning and Flacco, Eli Manning and Flacco have similar stats. Mm-hmm. If Manning played in Arizona and didn't have the last name Manning, he would be looked at the way Joe Flacco's looked at. He would, right? 
Yeah, because I'm he looking. Would. I'm but looking because at of both his last stats. name and because of two Super Bowls and a big part of it, because he played in New York, he's going into the Hall of Fame. Flacco will not go in, but he doesn't. You know, he wasn't a media darling. He wasn't this. You know, this guy that the, they loved. He wasn't in New York. He wasn't all these things, and so he's he's got no shot at getting in. Because I, I'm I'm just looking. Um, you know, Flacco didn't play with Megatron. And he only's ten thousand yards less than Matthew Stafford. So what could a Flacco done with a Megatron? I, you, like you say, you know, like you know, was for the record, we're not saying Flacco belongs to Hall of Fame. He doesn't. He doesn't. We're just saying he doesn't have. He got a, He has a case. He doesn't have the sort of media on his side the way some other guys do. Got, got a Super Bowl. He's a, he's a big got a Super Bowl MVP. Though. What Stafford's going to have going for him now is the Super Bowl. And when Dimey finishes playing, they'll be like, oh, he's. He's top five or top six all-time passing, which will eventually continue to get broken as we get further into the future and these quarterbacks continue to put up buku yards. This idea that no one's ever going to pass Brady's passing yards, like, dude, Mahomes might break that thing in like 10 years. Mahomes is going to throw like over 100,000. Other QBs are going to do it, and then we're going to look back and say, why did we ever think these would never be broken? Plus, there's 17 games now. Like, all of these... All of these quarterback stats are going to get some of these guys in are all going to be broken Between in the next 20 Between Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Hibbert, I can see, like you said, all of Drew Brees' Tom Brady's passing records. Peyton Manning's. They're, Peyton they're Manning's going to be broken. Destroyed. Now, they're still going to be great when they happen. Because, and, and I think when you look at like Jim Kelly or Montana or these guys' numbers, like Marino's numbers were ridiculously good. Look at it for the era that it took place in and measure it from that. But I just feel like the Hall of Fame, the reason it's going to com- continue to just be the Hall of Good and not the Hall of Fame is that they're going to continue rewriting it. Oh, well, yeah, but look, offensively, these quarterbacks, they broke these records. Well, yeah, of course they did. Look at the rule changes. Look at the league. Look at the pass-happy league. Look at the 17th game. But if they like the guy and they were nice to the media and they broke records, they're going to put him in, even if they have a, a losing record for their career. Yeah, and that's why I think it's just uh, Matthew Staff is just, uh, you know, uh Family guy, great, great storyline. Pretty good quarterback. Pretty good quarterback. Great storyline. You can at least admit that he's a pretty good quarterback. It's a great storyline. Now you just no, yeah, I'm not finished. You just cut me off. It's a great storyline in Detroit. You know, blue collar city. Never asked for a trade. Finally gets to go to L.A. Wins the big one in the first year. Great, this is a great, all boys, you know, all great media storyline. Oh yeah, he's been. It never was him. It was Detroit. It's a poverty franchise. And pretty good player. Oh, yeah, pretty good guy. Pretty good quarterback. Pretty good guy. Can it? Now you're just being petty. I say pretty good guy. Now you're just being petty. It's pretty good. It's not a Hall of Famer. Pretty good. It's not a good. No, 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 pretty good quarterback. No, no. Yeah, let me just Flacco. Petty. Flacco was a pretty good quarterback. That's what I say Brian. him, Flacco. You no, didn't say pretty good quarterback. I you know, Flacco. I put him in the tender with this. Yeah, you got Flacco. Tinder. You got Flacco. You let's got of the let's Matt the phone Stafford. Lines. ESPN Lafayette. Good morning. Welcome in. I'm trying to think who another fringe that was just like Eli Manning. Norm, stop hitting for a team. Jeff man. Garcia. No. <laughs> I can't put Jeff Garcia. No. Jeff Garcia has some nice years. Garcia was good stop for like hating. four or five. Years. Stop hating for a change. Yeah, it's it's good. It's just, just what am I, I, you, you hate the truth. 
That's what Stop it is. You're upset me. that you can't watch your Lakers team and you're venting on the radio early in the morning. You always and upset. Upset because the Pelicans are going to knock the Lakers about? out in the play-in game and you won't be able to talk to Lyndon Burton on the rising the ground. Game. So far, we're not even in that. Thank you. It's terrible. Stop hating on Stafford. Thank you. Stop hating. Fess up once in your life and said a man did a good job. He won and he proved you wrong. Just say it, Rob Parker. Say it. You can't prove me wrong for saying nothing. You were wrong you about what Cooper say Cup it, was going to do in the Super Bowl. Down the 100 yards? Say you I, I went over. He won a championship. I'm sorry. He is a pretty good quarterback. Say it, Rob Parker. Say? What did I say? A lot of a lot what of palaver last week. I said if they shut him down, yeah, that they would win the Super Bowl. Let me hear you say it. I know one what thing: he's a champion, and Dak Prescott was at home watching. That's all I know. That was a good one. How many targets he had? More than you said he would. If he has this many target shares, they're not going to win, and they did. How many did he have? Over ten. And, th- and I said if he had less, yes. they wouldn't win. Yeah, you said watch the target shares. If they, don't, don't try to get out of this. No, Just I asked at the least question. Admit, yes, I asked the question. Did. You didn't even ask my question. What did I say? You said he, if he has ten or more target shares, they're going to lose. You said just watch. I'm going to be right. I can't wait to be have? right in two weeks. He had over ten. Ten targets. Yeah. So you were wrong about Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. Oh, Dale got hurt. Were you wrong? Yes or no? Yeah, I was, I was okay. wrong. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, sports fans. This is Rich Eisen reminding you to catch the Rich Eisen Show every weekday from 12 to 3 on ESPN Lafayette. Now back to more of the Great Scott Show with Scott Prather. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. I'm Scott. That's Norman. He made good on his bet today. Credit for that. Patty in the Park, guys, coming up a month from today. Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Patty in the Park sponsored by... Bud Light next and go auto insurance at Park International. What a lineup, guys. Clay Cormier, Wayne Toops, Rob Bass. That's my guy. It takes two to make He's it. that guy. Quad City DJs. He's that guy. They're, they're them the guys. Those are them guys. Tone Loke. Now, that's my guy. He's that's your guy. That's who I'm excited to see. Get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. Patty in the park. Get your tickets now. Only 20 bucks. Kids 12 and under get in free. Get them now because day of ticket prices go up to 25. It is going to be awesome. As Jay Walker loves to say lit. Jay says lit all the time. When he was talking no, about the halftime show. He said, he said lit. Yeah. And, and like, even like, I'm not a young buck, but even I'm like, Jay, that was like, like seven years ago. <laughs> no, no. Lit is still, still is usable. They use it as, I feel like it's not out in the vernacular as much as it used to be. Yeah, lit has kind of died down. Jay used it to describe the halftime show. And one segment on Tuesday, he used the word lit five times. Somebody actually texted me and thought we were doing a game. Like, hey, let's count how many times you could say it in this segment. and It'll be a joke between us. I'm like, nope, no game. That's just, that's, that's, that's Jay. Nah, Jay, Jay's, he's an old goat. Sorry, you, you let it pass. The halftime show was, all, was, was lit, though. No, it was. It was. It was. It was really lit. Um, Fifty Cent. Once Fifty Cent came out, I can't do no wrong. I'm sorry. I'm just. A, I'm a Fifty Cent stand, Scott. I'm sorry. I grew up Fifty. That was. I, I, Kendrick Lamar is yeah. really popular. I don't know any of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. It was up there. I was <laughs> yeah. like, cool. I was like, it's fine. But the other Get stuff, this man, guy out of here. That was the, everything else in there was bringing me back. Like I was. I was feel that was Marriage, nostalgia. See, I know you don't watch uh, Power. I know you don't know what that is. I, I've, seen, I've seen a few episodes. Marriage and, and by have, Stars. Now they have spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. no, I've, I know. So I every time power. she's performed, I'm just seeing the the character. Play. I was just like Monet. Dude, <laughs> the, no, dude, hearing Dre and Snoop, and then um, you know songs off the Chronic, Chronic 2000, and Eminem. Just, I said I said it'd be Lose Yourself. It yeah, was, of yeah. course. 
Um, it was awesome. It went over on nine songs, too. Uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I loved it. And everybody I was with was like, okay, that was great. It was the second <laughs> to best halftime show I've ever seen. I, 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 me and you kind of off the air talked about this. I, I wouldn't put it in my top five. Name three better. <sighs> Prince. Yes. Okay. Uh, Justin Timberlake. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Nope. I don't I think you're going to win this one, Norm. I Good luck. Was, you got nothing. We're I told out you of that time. was a personal favorite. Uh, we're out of time. <laughs> oh, wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Microphone malfunction. Uh, Dan Patrick's next. I'll Beyonce. talk to you guys tomorrow. Goes Cat Gales with me. Lights went And uh, we will have uh, Dr. Brian Maggard, Rage Occasion Director of Athletics, in tomorrow morning as well. Looking forward to that. Have a great one, everybody. Check out Norm Sunday morning, 8 a.m., the morning lock-in. This is the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticketed sports.